Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. Our goal is that by listening to our podcast, you will be inspired to level up. With the help of some amazing guests, we'll be inspired by some inspirational success stories and find out how you can level up your business, your life, and your relationship with yourself. Because I know that by leveling up and balancing these three aspects of your life, you can make a difference and impact the lives around you. Level Up Podcast will be a series of interviews featuring successful professionals who are making a mark and a difference in their lives and others. They will share their incredible stories of how they did it, so you can be inspired and learn from the very best. Hello, April, Abril, how are you? Bien, bien. Good, good, thanks. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Abril, it's a pleasure having you. We are so looking forward talking to you today. I'm excited that you were able to make up the time to be here today. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I admire you. I look up to you. You've done an amazing job in Utah with the Hispanic market. I've always, every time I see you, there's something new you're doing. So I am very, very happy that you were able to make up the time to be with us today. So thank you for, for being here. Thanks for the invite. I'm happy to be here. Amazing, amazing. So for our audience that don't know who Abril is, could you please tell us who you are, where you're from? Tell us a little bit about who you are so they can get to know who Abril is. Yes, well, my name is Abril. Just like Berta said, I have been in real estate for almost a year, three years as a full-time uh, real estate agent. I am mom of three. My three kids, well, the oldest one is 20 years old. Then I have a 10-year-old. And then I have a seven-year-old boy. And I love to work in real estate. I love my clients. I love what I do. And I guess people notice that. And and that's why I'm here. Amazing. Definitely. Um, you can see that you love what you do every time I speak to you very Passionate about what you do, but tell me a little bit. Are you from Mexico? Where are you from? Tell me a little about your history. Where are you? Yes, where are you yes. from? So I am from Mexico. I grew up in Mexico, and I have been here since 2004. So 18 years. Wow. But I grew up in Mexico. My oldest daughter, she was born in Mexico, and then I decided to come to USA. So yeah. So the story begin in Mexico. What part of Mexico is that? Veracruz is the Veracruz, east coast. East coast of Mexico. And coming here, tell me a little bit of what was that like? I know that for me, I came when I was 19 and just getting into the new environment, new language. What was that like for, for you? Can you tell me a little bit about that part of your life? How was that adjustment? What was it like coming in here? And, and obviously now you're very successful. You've done amazing. But what was those few years? Um, what were those like? Well, do you know the funny part is that I still struggle with that. <laughs> well, even though people doesn't believe it, uh, I struggle with that. And, and my confidence in English and everything that I have done so far is in Spanish. And, okay. and, you know, sometimes I compare myself with a restaurant because I always wanted to be with uh, the English speakers, uh, work with them. 
And then it's like, well, but you just think like a restaurant, you know, there is Mexican restaurants, probably they can sell just American food like everyone else. But that is what they make different because they do Mexican food. So you work for Latinos and that is okay. I'm doing really, really good. So probably I don't have to change anything, but sometimes, you know, I struggle and maybe I can do a little bit more. Maybe I can, I mean, I can push myself just probably not for the commission, not for the check, just another way to put like a goal to myself. Uh, but it has, it, it was really hard to be honest. The first two years uh, when I was living in North Carolina, uh, when I tried to speak English and people will be like, I don't understand what are you saying. <laughs> you will try again and then they are like, nope, I don't Still. get it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but now if they don't understand me, okay, that's okay. I can spell it to you. I need things. I, need I love it. I love it because I did the same thing. I thought I knew a little bit of English, but then when I started speaking the I was like, they did not understand what I was saying. So I, I know exactly what, what, what you mean by that. So you came and started in North Carolina. You're now in Utah. Um, yes. How long have you been in Utah? Tell me. Uh, 16 years. So oh, I was okay. two years in North Carolina, and then I moved to Utah. I got a scholarship to go to uh, BYU, Brigham Young University. So okay. I got my associates in business. Then I got my bachelor's degree in business administration as well. Then okay. I got my real estate license. Right now I'm studying uh, to get my real estate broker. And okay. I love school. I was going to ask you that because it seems like you do love school. So definitely that's that's great that you continue to improve yourself. You continue to learn and you obviously always looking for ways to get better, which is one of the, again, um, ideas of the podcast is share with the audience, you know, what it is that you're doing to keep yourself, you know, in the game and obviously bettering ourselves because I don't think you ever know everything regardless of the business that you're in. Like I'm in the lending, but there's always something else that we can learn. There's always something else that we can get better at. So that's amazing that you continue to uh, put yourself in a position where you continue to learn and you continue to get that next goal for you as your broker license. Then that's going to be next for you, right? Yes. Yes. So tell me about real estate. So what was um, what was the reason you got into real estate? How did that real estate came into your life? Was it something you, you learned? How did you get into real estate? Well, I always say by mistakes. So what, what, <laughs> because I didn't know what I was doing. Basically, okay. so at that time, my husband and I, we had two properties and we had to sell both of them and we need to buy a bigger one. But mm -hmm. I didn't know how real estate works. So I thought, for example, if you buy a 100K property, you have to sell it in 100K and then you have to pay commissions and everything. And I told my husband, we don't have money to pay like 20000 or more in real estate agents commission. So I should get my license so we can save that money. And that is what I did. I got my real estate oh license. My God. And then uh, little by little, and people <laughs> is like, yeah, my, uh, well, you know, friends, they knew I got my real estate license. And they start asking me if they can buy a house with me. I'm like, sure. And I have my full-time job. So... Then in 2019, um, in June, I remember I was 30-something, and, and I'm like, okay, my 30, 
fifth birthday, I believe, or 36th birthday. I'm like, okay, I'm leaving uh, my full-time job, you know, and that is so hard, but I was already making really good money in real estate and but I still, I was afraid. And what if I can don't make it? And what right. if I don't make any money? And what if I don't have any clients? And my dad <laughs> is like, are you kidding me? Are you still thinking about that? You already told me it's June and you already make twice of what you make in the year in your full-time job. Wow. You are still doubting if you're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, I guess it's time to leave my full-time job, and I did it. I was working for that company 13 years, so it was really oh, oh, wow, interesting. So you did end up making more money on your part-time job than you were making on your full-time, and it kind of forced you into going to full force into real estate. Um, yes. Now, getting into the real estate, do you have any mentors? Do you have anybody that you work with and a team? What was that like? Tell me. Well, yeah, actually, I hired a coach and he was telling, you know, I will talk with, um, I talked with another coach before, like Tom Ferry coach and, and one of the people that works for him. And they told me, yes, um, we can help you. You can keep your full time job. That is no problem. And, you know, but then things like them, I didn't like it. The way that they talked to me, I felt like they were way too rude. Then I met a guy, that his name is Colton Lindsay, John uh -huh. And he okay. told me, Gabriel, I can help you, but you need to quit your full time job. Oh, wow. So he pushed you too. Yes. Okay. So I'm like, Okay, I but, told my husband, my coach is telling me I need to quit my full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting because a lot of times, again, you, you'll get a certain level in your career or your business, and that's kind of forces you to go ahead and you know make the move or make it a commitment to go in full-time. But so you've only been always a solo agent. You never went into like a team or under somebody and start working as a buyer's agent and stuff like that. What, 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 what do you started as a solo agent and being solo a solo agent? agent yes. Okay. Because I always have my full-time job. So I couldn't commit to a team oh, okay, to okay, Monday to Friday because I have a full-time job. And then the funny part is like, well, I need to learn how to be a real estate agent because all my clients, they come through social media. So that's oh. me. I never call them. Never. Okay. Okay. So people will call me and say, hey, I'm interested in buying a house. But, for example, after my full-time job, I will go and drive for point A to point B to go to do a showing. And, like, five families will call me. And then I'm like, okay, this one called me for this, this one. And, and then I'm like, I forgot who called me. I was never called back. And then, so then uh -huh. I, I hired my first assistant. And, you know, she will get all the calls and, and set appointments with the lenders. And if they are pre-approved, I can show houses to them. Because I couldn't meet with them, like do a buyer's. Consultation, uh, what they call it, right? Time for that, just like if you are pre-approved, I can show you houses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your system, and it actually worked out, right? It did yes, work for you. That is how we start, and, and little by little, I have been double my business every year. Last year, we closed around uh, seventy-eight transactions, and wow. this year we have closed so far. Uh, 80 transactions basically by myself. 
Wow. And you already surpassed the numbers from last year. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. Good, good yes. job for you. So having the mentors have always, like you said, they were important because it helped you kind of guide you through, maybe you move the, make the moves that you needed to make and saw the potential. Because that's one thing I've always think is as a mentor or as a coach, um, you get to see your clients and you get to see, you know, where they are and where they need to go or how much they need to be pushed to get to that next level. So that's great that you, that you have, that you were able to pinpoint that you needed a coach to help you see what your business needed to go. So that's, and I'm sure you're still coaching, right? You still have coaches nowadays. Yes, I even, um, I have right now, I believe three coaches so far. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. you're even busier with your coaching. So yes. you have three coaches. So tell me about the uh, market. So we're looking again, Utah, right now, Utah, what do you think the market looks like? Well, right now it's picking up. Like okay. last month, it was really, really slow. Like every month I will put at least 10 people under contract. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, I was, it was like that. It was amazing, seven to ten people per month. Um, and last month, I just got two listings. Okay. But we already start October, and I already have, like, four listings, and I already have one buyer under contract, and I have uh, potentially to put four more buyers under contract. So this month is amazing. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So business is doing good for you. Now, um, people to want to know, okay, how do somebody new, completely new to the business, what advice will you give to someone who's getting into the real estate and said, okay, April is doing amazing. Her business has doubled every year since she's been doing real estate. I'm a brand new agent. I have no idea where to start. What would you recommend somebody brand new? What would be the advice that you will give them? Let's say three things that you can pinpoint and said, if you, if I had to start, start all over again myself, this is the three things that I wish I knew that I could have done since day one. What would those three be? I think join a team that will help you a lot. Okay. Like having a mentor in the team that helps because all the time I was by my, myself, you know, I figured it out. And, and but probably because I have my coaches and everything, and you know, the call calling, something that I never did. And I will tell Colton, but I want to be like a real real estate agent, like you know, because I don't do like I'm not that real estate agent. I just get clients. I don't call anyone, and I, I would like to learn mm-hmm. how to do that. And until now, I'm still debating with my scripts. I have my scripts everywhere, and <laughs> <laughs> and just it's so hard to use them because. The business has two listings appointments, so that keeps me busy. Like tomorrow, I'm pretty sure I had two listings appointments, and and I'm sure I'm going to get both of them, and and, and I didn't call them. So, (laughs) like I said, I love to learn, and, and that's why I'm paying coaching to learn scripts, but I don't use it so far. Okay. So going into a team will be advised, and the second one will be what? Having mentors, having coaches? And what will be the third yes, one? Yes, I know they are expensive, but they are so worth it. So sometimes when you just start real estate, it's so hard to have coaches. So I don't know if that is an option, but definitely that will be an option. And always, I mean, when you are open to learn, you can find ways to learn, like YouTube. I remember watching Tom Ferry. And I'm here in Banana Street for an open house, and I will do the same thing. I'm here at Banana Street. Go to my open house. 
I love it because you know what? You, you, you just said something very important that I think a lot of our audience should, again, do if they're not doing it. But yes, having a coach paying someone who directly works with you is amazing because you have that one-on-one commitment and that one-on-one time. But if you can, um, I think now with this technology and having access to so much, I think they can definitely, like you said, if they're ready and they're committed to learn and they're committed to get better, YouTube is there and there's so much out there that they can utilize, that they can learn from, and they can apply it, and they can go and execute and, and see results. Because again, if somebody have done it, if it worked, all you need to do is, I, I have a mentor that one time uh, told me, find someone who has what you have, what you want, do what they do, and you'll get what they got. And it was very profound for me because a lot of times we're following certain people that, you know, we think they're successful, but a lot of times they don't have what you want. So it's very important when you listen and when you're going to follow someone, he always said, if you're going to follow someone, make sure they have what you want. Otherwise, don't follow, right? And results are very important in our business. So follow someone who has the results. And you're definitely someone that I look up to because I see how you work and you're always on the go and in having a family too. So kudos to you, Abril. You're doing amazing. Um, Tell me a little bit about how do you balance because I know you work full time and you mentioned the kids. So how are you doing nowadays with obviously one, what do you say, 20-year-old now? And yes, the other well, two we, little ones? Yeah. My how do you balance that out? Yeah, she moved out. She moved out okay. when she was 18. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she's not at home. But something that was, it's really easy for me, and I know another people struggle with that, is that I'm so easy just to delegate. I delegate as much as I can. Uh, my my assistant, she will call and do the uh, pre-listing uh, questions, you know, and she will get those with the clients, and they're going to put everything in my schedule, and I just need to show up. Okay. Um, we'll do the CMA. Um, I don't do phone calls. Uh, if people call me, I will tell my assistant, hey, you need to call back this number and, and things like that. So I, I don't read my email. Uh, my social media, uh, they check my social media as well. So um, if they have someone, anyone that have questions about real estate, they are the ones that they answer. They are the ones that they reply. I don't have anything to hide. So for me, it's okay if they have access to my social media. And and, and I think that is one of the things that, that I'm really good at it, that I just delegate as much as I can. And honestly, most of the time I'm free unless okay. I have something personal. Beautiful. So you have time to be with your kids. You have time to be with the family. Amazing, amazing. So again, keeping the balance a lot of times as as girls, as women, as mom, I think that's the one thing that I've always noticed. Um, and I'm going to speak for myself. There are times that I feel that I'm too busy with the business that I might be neglecting my kids. So um, is there any time that you feel like that? You do not share that idea? Are you able to be present with your kids when they need you? What is that like for Abril? Like I said, uh, before I noticed my husband all the time that I will get a phone call, he will give me that look. And I know that look was <laughs> negative. <laughs> so I will get outside of the home and, you know, answer my phone. So I respect my home. Most of the time I will never answer my phone when Beautiful. I'm with the family unless okay. it's, a, you know, a client that, 
he called me, I called him, he called me back and I couldn't answer and you know, things like that. Yes, I'm yes. Like, uh -huh. really, really sorry, but I need to answer this phone call. And mm -hmm. my kids are like, yes, mom, we know that you are busy and you need to help your clients. You are good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but it's just a few times where I said, I'm sorry, but I need to answer. But most of the time, if it's not an emergency, I will ask my assistant, please call this person they, mm -hmm. yes yes that's awesome well and i think that's what it comes back to because for me i have three kids too and i always said you know when you're when you're with the kids be present with the kids when you're at the office be present at the office and obviously that should be again your line um one of the books that i read and i probably you read it too the um keep the business in the business and keep the house stuff at the house that it's, it's very important that we try to separate and keep them separate so we don't bring work into the house and we don't bring drama from the house into the office. So I think it's, it has worked for me at least. And I feel like it's very important that we were able to balance those two things that we do work, but we also need to be the mom and, and be present with our kids. Um, anything else you want to add? I know that you said that you're very involved with your community. I was reading your bio and it was, it stood out for me. Um, what is it that you do in your, in your community? Is there anything specifically that you try to do every year? I think I saw something about pumpkin or you were hosting an event for uh, this month. Is that what you're doing? What, what was that? Yes. So, well, you know, since I started this journey of real estate and I start because I didn't know where to start or how real estate works, mm -hmm. for me, it was like I'm going to educate the Latino community about how is to buy a house, okay. what you need to buy a, in order to buy a house, because I struggled with that. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. And I want to be that person. And since I start doing real estate, I start with my videos. Okay. And right now, everything has changed with Facebook like before, when probably was nobody. People will watch my videos, like tons of thousands of views. And now that probably have more experience, more clients, more everything. You know, the views are little because Facebook changed the way that it works so that was my goal and I did it and I'm still working on that. I love to do videos. I love to inform the community and that's why I'm so involved now. A lot of people, they see me as an influencer, so they will invite me to any type of events. Oh, uh, nice. You know, I'm a sponsor for this Saturday. They are doing a makeup class, I believe, and I will be there. And I always try to give back to the community. Just like you said, I did a pumpkin patch event. Everything was free for them. And, and it's just a way to say thank you for, you know, for their trust because they trust me. And, and there is more than 20,000 real estate agents in Utah, and they chose me as the real estate agent. That is a huge blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. And you said something very important that I think for me, it's it's definitely every day something that I, that I try to go home with is, what can I do to help our community? There's so much need. There's so much out there that we could be doing to educate, to, you know, bring awareness to them, to show them the way, even with real estate. Like one of my, one, I'm going to throw it out there to the universe. Like my daughter says, I, I want to have one day an event where we can 
empower women, that they're able to accomplish something like you're doing, uh, that they have the potential, that there is a way, that there is, if they're willing to put the work, if they're willing to, again, learn, there is so many opportunities that we can be taking advantage of. And a lot of times I feel like in our community, there's a lot of, of um hesitant or, you know, not trusting that they're going to be good enough or not believing in themselves and always that I'm Hispanic, I don't speak English, um, you know, I have dark hair, whatever that case might be, whatever limitations they have. Okay, there it goes, right? My accent. And this is what I wanted to send the message with this podcast is, yeah, you know, there might be all of those things, but even with those, we can still make it. We can still be successful. We can still achieve those dreams. We can still, um, you know, give us the opportunity to dream big, you know, because there is, there is a possibility. You're a perfect example. So let's say you have a hundred women in the room right now. What will be the advice you'll give them to say, Hey, if I did it, you can do it too. What will be those things that you will try to put in them that they can go home and maybe, again, work on their mindset, work on how they can every day get up and get motivated to go do something? What, what, would, those advi- what would that advice look like? Well, I think the first is that, well, they need to have a vision, right? They need to have a goal. They, they need to have that desire just that they wanted to do something with their life. I mean... And sometimes, just little by little, you know, my thought always was, Abril, if you decide to do something with your life right now, or if you decided to don't do anything with your life right now, I mean, you're going to be in the same place from today to five years later. What I'm trying to say with that, for me, it took me almost 10 years to get my bachelor's degree. Because first I need to learn English, then I had to get my associate, then I had to go get my 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 bachelor's degree, and I was pregnant, and I was after having a baby. Seriously, I would just walk step by step in order just to make it to the classroom because I just had a baby and I couldn't miss a class because I'm like, if I put this as an excuse, I don't want to go anywhere. So I don't have excuses. I am in a country. I have, I have freedom. I have, I have, you know, that security that I am safe in Mexico. It's so hard because you can have all the money of the world if you want, but sometimes that will threat your family because you are wealthy. And here I have all those things and you can go to the school at night. Um, and if you don't have money, there is a lot of programs like here is FAFSA. I remember I applied for FAFSA. Uh, the work where I was uh, working full time, they will pay me for go to the school. Mm-hmm. The college, they will have daycare for my oldest daughter. So there is zero excuses. Just you need to want to do that. It do something to do something. With your life. And definitely you touch a point very important. That is true. Like a lot of times we don't, we're not grateful enough. There are so many opportunities and sometimes we don't take advantage of them and we take them from granted. So I think it's definitely good that you touch on those um, areas because there are some times that they use. I had a conversation with one of my LOs and it was so funny because she's like, my daughter, my daughter. And one of the things that came to me, and that's exactly what I told her, I said, use your kid or use your kids as a motivation not as an excuse 
and it was big because even for me, like, you know, a lot of times we use our kids as an excuse. Oh, it's because my kid needs me. Oh, because my kid needs that. Um, they're watching us. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you, too. Like, your kids are watching you. Um, and I think I learned, and they don't do what you say. They do what you do. So by doing their work, by going to the school, by taking that extra time, they're watching you overcome all these different obstacles that you've been thrown at you. And they learn by watching us. So what example do we want to set up for our kids, for our daughters, for our sons? Um, you know, so very, very, very important. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your life of um, going through school and having the little ones and, and not stopping because of them, but keep going because of them. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I couldn't stop the kids too, right? Like, uh, I want to finish, uh, I will wait until I finish school in order to have kids, and I'm like, no, I want to have kids too. Exactly. And I can and do can, both You things. can have it, exactly, and you can have both, as long as, again, you find it that, that way of making it work for both, the, for you know, for both, for the family and for the career. So what keeps you going? What is your why? I know you talk about vision, and I paid attention. So what is your why? What keeps you motivated every day? And then we'll ask you, too, about what did you want to, what is the mission in your life that you want to leave a legacy by for your kids, for your family? What is the one thing you want people to remember April as for? Yeah, well, you know, one of my things is ju just get better. And, okay. and like I said, my... My competition is myself. Just I yes. want to get better. I want to do better. And, and I want to help as much families as I can. And if I see someone else is doing that, that seriously keeps me motivated. Like going to Mike Ferry's uh, events and see one guy that he closed, I believe, 200 transactions. And I'm yes. like, wow, yes. I, can do it. I can do it. Because mm -hmm. that is my mentality. And just like you said, my kids, they see what I do. And and sometimes they are way too silly because they think I am a famous person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. And they are like, yes, mom, because you were in a magazine. Yes, mom, because you are in TV. And I'm like, no, Kelsey, no, Jason. You know, I'm just a normal person trying to do my job and anything. But they see it. They see it. Yes. My oldest daughter, she knows who I am as well. So mm -hmm. that is the cool thing about doing things right. Absolutely. So what do you want people to remember uh, about April? And I asked that somebody the other day, and it really, sometimes I know that we don't think about those things, but we're all going to die one day. We're all going to be done from here. And what do you want people to remember about you? What was the one thing you want people to remember? Like I said, that I, well, for me is that I was always there for my Latino community that I make a difference. I remember yes. when I was for some reason, all the real estate agents, even though they are Latinos, they are bilingual. When I start doing real estate, they will do all the content in English. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, but I mean, it's better in the first uh, language that we speak, right? Like Spanish in my case. So I will start doing everything in Spanish. And now a lot of agents that they have done everything in English, they have changed everything now to Spanish. Oh, to Spanish. <laughs> because they notice that their audience is Spanish speakers. So what is the point to do everything in English 
if you sell to the Latino community. So they start changing everything. But at that time, I was the first one and people always remember me for that. Like I will meet someone and people will, oh, like on Sunday, I went to show a house uh, for this client and he told me, Abril, I don't know if you remember me, but I started looking for houses. So I, I tried to buy a house like five years ago when you were, just starting. I remember that you have a Hyundai. Aww. <laughs> you have a Tesla, you know? And I'm Aww. like, oh my God. He's like, I have been looking to your videos and and I always watch everything that you are doing. And, and you know, that is so motivated and everything. And a lot of ladies, they will reach out to me. The same thing, you're saying thank you, thank you for all the information, thank you for everything that you are doing for the community, and that makes me happy. So even though, just like everybody says, when you think people is not looking at you, no, oh, no. that is incorrect. Everybody is looking at you, and what are you doing? And it's Absolutely. so funny because my uh, broker, he sent me a text the other day, Hey girl, you are cleaning, uh, hiring, um, no, hiring, no, like um, bringing people to my brokerage. Um, I'm gonna give you certain amount for every people that you bring. And I'm like, I haven't talked to anyone. I haven't talked to anyone. And he already, oh, two, two people already signed a contract. I will send you this amount of money. I'm like, well, I didn't send them. They didn't talk to me. They didn't ask me. But they see what I'm doing, and they yes. say, well, if Abril is doing this, I will do this. And everybody is moving to my brokerage. Oh, my God. So you're being now the, the icon for people to move over. So see, there it goes. You're making a difference, Abril. And that's amazing because a lot of times, like you said, we don't realize how many lives we are impacting, but it is definitely um, beautiful to see that you're coming from your heart. You're just putting your heart out there, giving information and just being yourself and people will see that and, and they will want to be close to you. It was funny. I posted something recently about your circle and it's so important. A lot of times we don't realize, but it is true. We're putting that energy, that type of um, environment out there and people want to be close to you. So they're following you, Abril. Yes, yes, they are. And, and, you know, it's so funny. I have met a lot of people everywhere. Like uh, two days ago, I believe um, a guy from Texas called me, another mm -hmm. real estate agent, Abril, I want to do what are you doing uh, because you have so much business and how everything is working and where do you get your clients? And I always say social media, social media. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but everybody's watching us like uh, yes. for another realtor from California she I have an interview with her and her team and same thing just to be a motivation so you know they can make progress they can do better it's like that and that's beautiful I think when you when you do that without expecting anything in return I think that's again going back to our community you know if we can just put that little granito that in uh, you know that little um, you know, it'll it'll help somebody else, you know, whatever the story is that they, they're telling themselves that they can't do it now by seeing this podcast, maybe they'll be inspired and knowing that, that it's possible. And, you know, they're definitely there's a possibility for them to 
to do something with this career or anything else that they choose to do. I've always said real estate is what we do. I do the loans. I love the part that I do. I get to, again, deliver the news. You qualify and they get so excited. And then you guys go to see the homes and then give them those keys when we close. It's just so rewarding. I think our job, to be honest, it's aside from the money we make, aside from, you know, everything that we get to make such a big impact on, on their life by having that first home. It's just so rewarding to know that we were able to impact this family. And if they get a house, now their kids see it as a possibility. And you're creating, again, an impact that will go for, for generations, you know, being the first family that decided to go for and just buy their house. I have met people, honestly, and they're like, well, I've been here 20 years or 30 years. I never thought it was possible until I met somebody like April. I said, yes, you can do it. Let's go get, you know, qualified. Let's go see where you are. And, and that's what, for me, that's what motivates me. But I'm, I'm sure coming from contribution and hearing you speak, I think it's, we're aligned. And it is definitely what motivates us is keeping this going in terms of helping families to see that there is a possibility and they can definitely achieve their dream of having their own place. Um, final thoughts, anything that you yeah. want to share that I have not asked you that you love to just, again, bring up to the awareness of our, of our community. As I said, this is just for us to share what it is that we're doing and how we can impact um, other lives and just motivate someone else to maybe get up tomorrow and said, I'm going to go try that out. I'm going to go in and get back to school or going to go back and maybe get into real estate. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yes. Me. Well, one of the things that I have been changing, well, not changing, but educating about the Latin, uh, Latino community, it's about that buying a house is more than just having a home, you know, is financial freedom because that house in, well, I mean, if you bought a house probably in 2019 and you sold it last year or at the beginning of this year, that house was already like uh, 100,000 more, 200,000 more. And I help a lot of families that they will close a home and that home will be worth it like 100K more because it was new construction. So the time that the house was done, it's already 100K more and they get make that money instantly. So that is what I really like about real estate besides just having a home is that you can have that money as a savings. And, and sometimes we make 40,000 for uh, 40,000 a year or 50,000, but a house can make 100K, 200K. Yes. And it's just like savings. So it's Absolutely. even better. So financial freedom that they can build by owning properties, real estate. And then I always talk about investing. Like, that's my passion. Like, when I speak to families, I'm like, okay, you got your first home. How can we do it so you can get the second one? How can you do it to invest on that duplex, that triplex? Um, again, creating wealth, creating ways for them to receive income without their having to work. Uh, so I love, I love educating our people about that because again, they don't know and we're the professionals, we're the ones in the business and we need to be the ones educating them and guiding them through the process and learning how it can be accomplished. So thank you for bringing that up. It's definitely a great uh, point that you made about creating wealth, creating financial freedom. Um, again, thank you again for being with me. It's been great. Look, time went like this. We didn't even felt it. It's, it's, it's great to have friends like you. I, I really enjoy spending time with you. We, we've been together. So 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you having um, taking the time for me to be with me on today. So anything else you want to share? Um, tell them how they can follow you on social media since you have all your social media platforms out there. How do they find you? What's what's your name on Super Facebook? Easy. Yeah. Abril Utah Realtor. That is for everything. Oh, Facebook, that's... Instagram, even my email. So super easy. And if you guys need any help well the people that is listening to this podcast and they have questions about real estate or anything just feel free to reach me out absolutely thank you again we'll see you soon un abrazo we'll be in touch thank you thank you and we'll see you soon thank you for listening to the level up podcast you can subscribe to the show on itunes spotify or anywhere else podcasts are found so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, we hope you level up.